This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible Berry Chantilly cake and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome back to the grim darkness of the 41st millennium. I'm Inquisitor Temperance Price, keeper of the Inquisition's Black Library, and this is the second volume in a report on the Valentine Heresy, an actual play podcast set in the Genesis adaptation of Warhammer 40K's Dark Heresy RPG. This report features Game Master Ryan Laplante and players Tom McGee as Interrogator Nero Abagnale, Laura Elizabeth as Piper Fairley, Tyler Hewitt as Seth Corbin, and Del Borovic as Sister Rolien Mina. My report shows that the Inquisitorial Band sought out vital information. They confirmed that Gazi Cologne and Lucia Bain's blood matched the genetic profiles, a book on the myth of Cornus and Isabella was found, and Olien hacked into House Vance's files, inadvertently starting a cold war between Vance and Cologne. How will the band survive the heist as Cologne representatives against their new Vance enemies? Find out next in this episode of The Valentine Heresy. From the recorded musings of Fabius Bile. War is something to be avoided when possible and endured when necessary, all in service to a greater cause. Those words are wise, but some wars begin not for a greater cause, but because... Sister Olian Mina accidentally hacks into the wrong database and triggers a cold war between two houses on, on an uninvolved world. <laughs> the call is over. Mina, you are sitting there. How are you feeling now that you've thought through the fact that the first line of defense or attack is likely to be the heist team? Yeah, she is just... I imagine that she is sitting on the floor surrounded by piles of paperwork and this, like, this notepad, like, the, the data yep, slate. data slate plugged <laughs> into a, a decoded Voxcaster. Yep, and she's just, like, basically in shock and looking up at the door to, to Nero's room that's closed from where he just yelled at her, and the, but then looking back and just, like, the weight of the world. But she's like, all right, I will just hold on to this. She's going to put the information on one of those little, like, SIM card chips. Because she's like, at least I found information that can be given that I needed to. And maybe we can make them fight each other. But she's like, I'm not looking forward to whenever they have a meeting of when they talk about what they did <laughs> for their and morning. That's when you hear another ringing from within the piles of paper. And as you 
scrabble around to find it, you see there is a call coming in from Krungus Marcus to you individually as Mina. Not through an encrypted line, but through a personal line that is probably encrypted because he's the head of a house. What do you do? The 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 deepest, saddest sigh of like, can't one thing just be done for a bit? But she she picks up the phone. <sighs> Hello, you've reached Sister Olian Mina. How can I be of assistance to you on this wonderful morning the Emperor has blessed? This is a very different change in tone from a previous conversation, and I prefer this. What do you have for me about the other houses in the heist? So, I have rather important information. Excellent. As long as it'll help me be governor, I'm so excited. In a roundabout way, it could be helpful for you to maintain the governorship in the future. Yes. Give me the information and we'll see how angry I am. <laughs> Is there a way that I can send this to you rather than me explaining everything? Yeah, I mean, you should be able to just send it over. Do you not know how a data slate works? Plug the chip in the bottom, <laughs> you stupid. Oh my gosh. It's just like a deeply centering breath, thinking about... <laughs> Thinking about her shields and 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 books and the holy ecclesiarchy and just letting it go, which is hard. <laughs> She's like, okay, all right. With your grand tutelage, I shall plug this in and send this information your way. <laughs> Excellent. I like this respect from you. This is good. This is very good. After all this, maybe I can give you a job, but like not a good one because no, wait. Please maybe- stop talking. Please just Look at the information, and then we can end this conversation. I'm a very good speed reader. Give me a moment. And you just hear him going like, it's clearly under the breath, has to read it out loud. Hatred. And then he's like, okay, this will not help me with the heist at all. Well, I think if you use your um, executive functions, you will realize that actually it helps you much further than these this heist and these games because obviously that Vance is playing a game that is beyond all of this and it would suit you to preemptively strike perhaps you are a terrifyingly devious one I like you I get exactly what you're putting down I'm gonna make this happen yeah it's gonna be great okay bye Uh, he just hangs up super excited and the conversation's over she's like I don't Oh boy, she's just gonna like go stand by Nero's door. Like I hate <laughs> everything that's happened. She's just gonna stand there and wait. Like mm. I yep. will throw my door open um, into her, I assume, uh, and step out just full Kramer, Kramering my way out of the door, um, and without really looking because I'm still uh, thinking about uh, the heist and everything I just learned. Um, just kind of mutter like, "Hey, uh, listen, Mina, I- I'm really sorry. I-, I didn't mean to be." Uh, Rude to, oh, oh, hey, I just hit you with the door. Hey, listen, and I'll like just close the door a little bit and lean around and be like, look, I, I'm real sorry. I, I didn't mean to, to snap at you like that. It's just, um, you know, it's been a real uh, couple of days, you know, so thank you for answering the phone both both times. You, you've, you've been a huge help. Bless. And I'll just put like a hand on her shoulder, just give her like an overly long stare without blinking and nodding. 
And she's just going to nod and not blink and stare back at you because she's in the same place right now. (laughs) Amazing. Uh, I feel like we've had a real moment and I think we're seeing completely eye to eye. So with a smile, I'll just like close the door and leave her to her work. So, Mina, you're left alone making those sounds. Uh, And we find out what Piper's been up to this morning. So, Piper, there was an assault last night. You've woken up. You have some time to do some research uh, of your own this morning. So, what Mm -hmm. are you looking into? What are you interested in diving into before the team gets together to sort out the day? I mean, you say research, but (laughs) I think... I, I, I will clarify. I'm using the term research because you're not going to leave the apartment to look into whatever you're looking into. Correct. But you are able to do whatever you want. Instead, Piper is going to lock herself in her room. And no one is to disturb her. Which is basically like her like looking out of her door. being like, no one disturb me. And literally like just slamming it. Um, and locking it. And... Um, does Warden wait outside the door to ensure no one disturbs? Or does no, Warden stay in? Warden is, of course, allowed inside and is okay. necessarily allowed inside because um, Piper is going to attempt to send a message through the astropathic choir. All right. To her um, mentor, Antara. Okay. Let's let's see what happens. I have not had to wander through the astropathy rules, so let's find out what's going on. Um, so, uh, I mean, Piper had a very close relationship with her mentor in, like, the Adeptus Astra Telepathica, and and so they have a, a there's a bit of a shorthand that they have in sending messages. You know, she was the one who her name was Thessaly Falter, and she. She helped, obviously, Piper develop kind of the shorthand of images um, that astropaths use, as well as, you know, they have they have their own history as well and their own experiences that she can draw upon. So basically, she wants to send a message that essentially includes some symbol that will represent Nero. And the Eye of Horus, and that there is something, basically, that they need intervention. Because Piper is very uncomfortable with Horus's name having been thrown around so casually by Nero. And is this is, it's fucked up. Okay. The only the only thing I want to check in in terms of lore is: mm-hmm. Would you want to check in with an inquisitorial force, or do you want to check in with the Adeptus Astra Telepathica? Because the telepaths technically don't have jurisdiction to enforce. But if you're worried no. there is an issue within the Inquisition here, then it could be the ask for you know the cop from the different district. I'm worried because Nero is in charge of our group. That that other people in the Inquisition may have known. What if and the, the reason he is in charge yeah. is because of whatever's going on um, that I don't trust. So I do trust my my mentor. And so I, that's for me, that's kind of like the only, the only way that I can feel that it's secure. Also asking like, I don't also don't think that the astropathic choir, like any... Um, astropaths within that would be 
as willing to kind of <laughs> break their, you know, like secrecy that they have about messages if it's going to someone in the Adeptus Astrotelepathica. That instead makes sense. of the Inquisition. So all right, yeah. So how does this work mechanically? Um, so uh so I can send telepathic message to another psyker within orbital range, aka the choir. Um okay. uh so I just have to make um a telepathy check. Uh default is difficulty two, but you can Is there a difference change before, that? between within orbit or within system? Um no. It's okay, the then. same. Cool. It's like yeah. Well, it says within plant, sorry, the same planet or within orbital range. Is there is there a way to stretch that further? Or is it just within orbital range? It's just within an orbital range. Are they not okay. in the orbit? The astropathic wire is actually stored in orbit of Falscher Frieden, which no! is one world deeper okay. in the system, not this world. However, um, you are aware that KB, Killer Burrito, yeah. uh, as only you know, as another astropath, KB is on world. So if mm -hmm. you were to send a telepathic message to KB, KB could send it to the choir. KB is more powerful than you. Yes. Experienced, um, crafty, and has connections. So you can do the same thing. You'll just be talking to an individual instead of like a male service. That's fine. That's fine. Yes, I will Great. do that because I think this is too important. I have to risk, I, I have to take the risk that he could be like, I think he's just odd. I don't think that he was like, had any nefarious purposes. Who knows? But like, um, Astropaths tend to be, you would know this, like not really involved in the political system. They're a very yeah. expensive pony that you ride until it dies. That's yeah, their purpose. Exactly. Um, so essentially this uh, message takes the form of like images and sounds. Okay. Um, uh, we, we had talked about this actually, you and I, Ryan, beforehand, because in Dark Heresy, it was originally going to be like a string of words you could send. Uh, and then images would increase the difficulty, but I think we agreed that it should be reversed. Yes, it should be the reverse. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a weird thing in the Dark Heresy system that says it's harder to send images than words. And I was like, it feels really strange because one is much harder to understand than the other. So yeah, yeah words is harder in our our game. Yeah. <clears throat> so, um, so I've got my kind of like default difficulty of two, but do you want Does one of them's already you're trying to send words? Yes. Uh, do you want to talk to KB or are you no. going to send him? Yeah. No, because I don't want to send specific words because words are more easily intercepted than images and symbology. Okay, yes. We'll have to do this as a two-part roll. One part will be, uh, I will roll for his ability to interpret what you're yeah. sending him, essentially. But yes, this works. This works. Okie dokie. I love astropaths. All right, anything else? Are we good? Uh, I think you're good. Okay. Uh, rolling. Greetings, fellow servants of the Emperor. It is I, Inquisitor Lucius Valentine, and I am here to call you to step forward and serve the Emperor as part of his immortal and blessed host. It's a great day for you to join a Patreon. That's right. Patreon.com slash dumdumdice is the perfect place for you to fund our little forays into saving, let's just say, the Golden Throne and all of humanity. Now, I know the thing that you're wondering is, what's in it for me? Because, and I mean this as pleasantly as possible, you're absolute heretical scum. 
What I'm hoping for all of you is that you can redeem yourselves by receiving ad-free feeds where you are no longer plagued by random temptation, but instead can focus your attention purely on the Emperor. You can gain this ad-free feed for only $5 a month and receive other feeds as well to other alternate realities. If you go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice, it's for the Emperor and we'll save your souls. One success, three advantages. All right, what do you send? What does that allow you to send? What goes? Um, it allows me to send basically like 20 seconds worth <laughs> of mm-hmm. images. Um, so it, essentially it's going to be like an image of like um, uh, like a group that includes like astro like telepathic assigned inquisition symbol one you know one one person one figure in that group of people is like larger there's going to be like an eye that's like expanding it's it's like very kind of abstract but i think it's something that um Thessaly would understand and how do you let him know that it's for Thessaly or going to Terra um, I think that's like, um, I, I think there's like kind of like, uh, basically like a, the, a header of the message that is just like, um, the, of uh, the Adeptus, mm-hmm. which is like there. Yeah, I can see the, the symbol of the telepathica, that kind <laughs> yeah. of thing. Yeah. Like, I think you'd have that and it probably would yeah. have all of this would have a strong emotional resonance because yes. it helps psychers understand the idea that I find to be the most consistently useful in terms of understanding the telepaths and the astropaths for anyone who's not a deep dive 40 K person is imagine they're all poets. So they can't actually write a straight message of send a to B to C instead. Mm -hmm. They're all poets and masters of poetry. So they can speak in their own visual, emotional and sonic language. And then it's being reinterpreted on the other side. So there's some that are shared terms and there's idiosyncrasies of Mm -hmm individual astropaths kind of filtering through so yeah i think that makes a lot of sense um and you so i think in this like i'm just like hoping more like that the emotion and the symbols will resonate more than like whatever kb interprets yeah kb is very good at what kb does this is close range uh let's see where kb is at um you get back a message uh it feels quirky it actually feels as kind of a little bit off kilter as his regular conversations and a lot of his images are closer to children's stick figures or like really crudely like crayon sketches of the same images that you sent uh but you get a strong sense of there's just a big thumbs up and then just a hug and then a man eating a burrito and then farting and then another thumbs up And then you see uh, him throw a bird into the sky that turns into a letter that goes into a data slate that falls onto a world. Uh, And (laughs) and the conversation ends. So that's what you get back. But uh, you could tell from the interpretations of those images, he understood your message. It has been relayed and delivered. Uh, He hopes you're well, seems to be the other thing. Like he just (laughs) generically likes you. Um, But your message has been sent. Excellent. Uh, so I, think- I mean it's it's funny it's like I mean this all happens in a roll but I think this t- is something that takes like a couple hours to like prepare for and do 
Yeah, yeah. I think you, you could do it faster in a more dangerous way in combat scenarios, but this is you had the time to lay your tools out around the room and make sure it was all psychically yeah. attuned and there's going to be no yeah. bleed and there's no risk and all of those kind of things. Yeah. So I, I would agree with that. Also, I don't think Warden would stand for me doing something like this hastily. <laughs> uh, probably not. That's very reasonable. <laughs> uh, which brings us to the midday meal. So you, you can all gather, share what you've learned. Uh, there's time to plan for the afternoon. And there is a call coming from Inquisitor Billingberg that has been requested by Nero. Uh, Nero, knowing that you were kind of on the team to schedule it, do you think you would prefer to get it done first before the meal? Or would you want to catch up with everybody on what's happening and then do the call? Um, I mean, he's not really wanting to talk to Billingberg about the heist so much as he just kind of needs some reassuring parental words great uh from you know far away dad rather than on site trying to save his soul mom um so uh that said um he's also like having had a bit of time to like think and, and kind of calm down he's the paranoia is setting back in in a way that actually makes him not want to rock the boat so hard. So I think he'd probably let the meal happen first, kind of let everyone talk about what they're going to talk about because he doesn't want those questions to gum up the the reassuring chat he's hoping he's going to get. Great. All right. So uh, you all sit down to your midday meal uh, because you are now the full Inquisition and have your full kind of dollar signs. It's a weird question, but I would like to know what everyone orders to eat. You can get theoretically anything, but what would each of your personal meal styles be now that you don't have to pretend to be normal people? This is one of the perks of this job. Uh, Seth orders something uh, exquisite. Something just absolutely decadent. Beautiful. I think we'd go with uh, hand-raised, hand-fed... Uh, obscura braised uh, fowl. So it's it's Perfect. a small bird. It's the whole bird that's been ordered. Uh, obscura, obscura braised? Is, is the equivalent of opium in the 40K okay. universe, but it's been smoked in opium smoke instead of uh, being kind of super trippy unto itself. What it means is each bite will give you a small sense of an opium hit uh, without actually overpowering you with the drug. So it's the classy right. way of like, you get a very mild, incredibly pleasant, relaxing meal that you are sober afterwards. Uh, it is right. tremendously expensive. And yeah. I, it's the kind of thing that is never on a menu anywhere. You're the guy <laughs> who knows the secret menu of what rich people want. So right, yeah. yeah, that's great. Um, I think Mina would get a very simple, very hearty meal, like some kind of beef stew with lots of potato and meat, but like and and bread that looks very like medieval, but like hearty, but also not fancy, like something that normal people would eat that but that is very like strong. <laughs> Where you started through till now, Grox. It's just Grox, <laughs> top to bottom. The the high end beef of the 40k universe. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh Piper would need like the most sugary drink she could get <laughs> and just like something like a protein supplement, just like literally just like a chunk of something so she can just refuel after um, using her telepathic abilities because it is draining as shit and a low stick to a company. All right. So yeah, you, you would be Fruit juice would be tremendously expensive on a hive world, uh, as well as we've seen water is valuable. So yeah. all of the above mixed together and it's bubbly. It comes with a little 
parasol in it uh, <laughs> that's got like the planet's logo on like the logo of house cologne on it uh the meal itself you actually get a block of corpse starch which is something that would be used usually by imperial guard regiments or punishment duty or other more horrifying things only piper's from a death world that is very functional about death yeah corpse starch is recycling the bodies of Imperial servants or criminals to make the Soylent Green of the 40k universe. So it's a tofu-like substance. A Piper appreciates the efficiency of the Imperium. And yet yeah, these people so turn just, their nose up at us for just eating <laughs> eating a person. That you shot outside. I didn't see That's anything different. wrong with it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Piper was cool Hypocrisy. <laughs> On this uh, world, the first time we've seen it, truly. Um... <laughs> Being oblivious to the fact that this would require a tremendous amount of water, um, he would think of something that was like, uh, he's again, he's, he's after comfort right now. So thinking back to his days at uh, the Ventus uh, Jump Academy, um, he <laughs> would, um, I think, just want like basically the equivalent of ramen. Um, but of course, in doing so has accidentally cost them just so many thrones because he's just like, and eating it, it, it very much is like, you know, when you, you make like some shitty simple meal that like puts you kind of like back and like, oh yeah, like when I was a kid and I just needed something to make me feel better, I just like make a peanut butter and jam. Like he's having like nice warm, like, oh yeah, nice simple meal for a simple man, like from a simpler time thing as, uh, <laughs> you know, no doubt they they had to burn a tremendous amount of resource to, uh, to deliver this to them. But it's it literally means that he's like, eating noodles out of a cup while everyone else is having their like fancier feast aside of course from from piper yeah eve nolan who delivered this food uh you'd never seen her as scared as she was bringing this food into the room it's very clear she's carrying probably the cost of her house her vehicle and maybe her children in as this meal delivery but she drops it off you're all sitting on lower couches and chairs surrounding a gold grotesque coffee table in the middle, but you get a chance to eat your meals and catch up on what you've learned this morning or what you want to do this afternoon. Um, you know you've got enough time mechanically for each of you to do one thing. Uh, In-game, uh, you can go around and do those together as a party, split off into pairs however you please. It, you don't need to be four people doing four separate scenes. It just depends on what you want to do, if that would be what you want to do. Well, I just had a nap, so I'm pretty much ready to do whatever is needed to be done. I have the beginnings of a plan for this heist. Now, it's quite clear that we've made enemies of many of the houses, or we have compromised ourselves in some way or another, and that we are the heist team representing House Cologne puts us in danger as the heist teams are fair game. That is why I believe it would be best for us not to leave the ball, but in fact to impersonate the governor and have one of the teams bring this trinket or item to us. And I'll that just is like my suggestion loudly slurp a noodle back um, and just go, uh, 
you know, that's, uh, that's, that's some, some good thinking. I, you know, I, I was thinking we'd have to kill the governor, <laughs> uh, but your, your plan's making more sense. Uh, I like that. I mean, I guess we still could, if you need to, I don't know, like wear his skin or something, but hopefully it doesn't come to that. Right. And I'll just like slurp some more noodles just kind of innocently as I suggest skinning the man we're working for. Yeah. I'll just kind of stare at him for a second and, and Seth will just remind Nero, uh, the win condition of the heist is to place this item in the governor's hands. And so, in my plan, the governor would still need to be alive because while we are handed the item, we will still need to deliver it to the real governor. Well, I mean, Mira. sure, unless we cut off his hands and you just, you know what? You're, yeah, okay. You know what? Fine. 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 <laughs> I know what I've been overruled. Uh, we, we can do it. Your I way. think we learned pretty early that splitting hairs, i.e., being given a gun and told to shoot something. <laughs> does not necessarily ingratiate us with the ruling parties of this pl- of this world. And so I think it best we stick to the rules as best we can. You know, it's some real uh, personal growth there, Seth, and I'm, I'm proud of you. I'm real proud of you. Mina, you've got secrets that I know have to be boiling over inside mm-hmm, you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, how Just are you waiting. reacting to this conversation? What does she look like? What's going on as you're trying to eat your... Grok's chili. Yeah, she's she definitely looks like not having a good time. She's she's definitely trying to hold it in. She's like eating two bites of her food and is just swirling it around. And like as they have this conversation, it's like yeah, it but it's like step by step coming to like the surface, and then she's like, it's a, it's a very good plan, Seth. I t- might have some complications. What do you mean? Uh, well, I had to give Krongus Marcus the information that I promised him. And, well, that was fine. I, I can do research. I've d- but I'm not, I'm not a, a tech priest. I'm, I'm not really a cogitation person. I- Nina, <laughs> what have you done? There might be a cold war happening between all of the clans, especially we, we might be in more danger. So maybe staying at the the ball is the is the best plan that we could have. Wait, Turn. we're in more danger now. Oh, Mina, what have you done? Oh, I. I did discover some information that you will probably find extremely fascinating. Um, it turns out that House Vance doesn't just have a mercenary armed force. They have been creating a secret army that would be able to fight among the Prometheum mines without getting it, you know, making explosions. And what do you call it? They're planning a coup? So it seems that whoever wins this, that Vance has plans to take over, which I then told Krungus Marcus. But also Vance caught me spying and declared Cold War upon House Cologne and possibly us. I mean, he didn't know it was me, but... We uh, represent House Cologne. She's just like, "Mm," and puts soup in her mouth. "Mm." (laughs) You know, I mean... uh... Is that a standard 
practice uh, among the sisters? Is there just a saying that maybe you haven't shared with us of if you're going to make an enemy of someone, make an enemy of the guy with the secret minor army? She swallows very hard and she says, I'm sorry. I am doing the best that I can. This is not, I was not trained for this. I d- who, who is to know that all of these people are mad? I d- I'm sorry. Well, okay, as long as you're sorry. And I'll just go back to sipping my soup. Piper, how do you feel about all this? You've been sitting observing. And yeah. it's got to be weird because you can pick up latent emotion and other things that are filtering through the air. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, obviously, sis, like, you know, Sister Mina was an idiot is what she's thinking. <laughs> but I think she says out loud and how she feels is like, well, Nero, as like our interrogator and the person like ultimately in charge, maybe you have a solution when like sisters come into you with a problem. No, no, you're just going to sit there and drink. Okay. That's fine, I guess. What the fuck are we doing here, eh? <laughs> now she's Canadian. Well, uh, Piper, there's a there's a solution that I know um, astropaths don't hear very often. So this is an instructive moment, um, and I'm glad you brought it up. Uh, forgiveness is a real powerful tool. Like you know, remember earlier you were really kind of just just really standing against me in some bad ways there and i i forgave you and now i'm i'm forgiving sister mina so all i'm saying yeah is but there, like there how does that help here. us with the current problem here well i think seth already has a plan and it sounds like a pretty good one and quite frankly since we know no one can kill us at the ball his plan still stands nothing's actually changed other than the fact that people who kind of want to kill us still kind of want to kill us so unless there there's there's something uh in the warp perhaps your choir can tell you about, you know, something that uh, you'd like to share with the group, perhaps, then I don't really see what the problem is here. Seth's plan stands. And yeah, sure, we got some more people out to kill us, but is that really such a bad thing? I call that a fucking Tuesday. Like you're saying this, like it was all obvious, but like you hadn't even like said that, like, yeah, that's the best plan. And like, oh, Mina's like, doesn't change the plan. Like, I I just think that you should maybe learn to communicate a little bit better. I was finishing my soup. Interrogator. Spring, bring. You just hear <laughs> you hear the ringing uh, from the calm room uh, through the open door. Nero, oh. you know that this is a call from the Inquisitor, but no one else knows that you scheduled this. So yeah. How do you hey. Play this? So speaking of uh, being better at communicating, Piper, you see, I I, I can learn too. Um, I, uh, I put in a request through Abacus to uh, hook us up with uh, the actual. Inquisitor, so uh, what you know, Why? he's gonna give us it because we've got some, and I'll like look around and like I don't think Nero ever really feels there isn't a bug in a room, so he'll just mime uh, our good old friend um, uh, Invictus. So I'll just kind of like be squat and kind of like smelly and and like rar <laughs> like like I'm fucking in Monsters Inc. at um, at Piper quietly. Um, and I'll just say, uh, it, it, it would seem to me that there's, uh, 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 you know, some other interests at work here, uh, involving, um, and I'll just like hold up the rosary and point or the, um, rosette, uh, the rosette and just fucking point at it and say, uh, so I thought it might be, uh, important to maybe pull rank a little bit, you know? So it's just calling, give us some sagely advice and help us stay on track. Does that make you feel better, Piper? 
I think if we're going to die of anything here, it's going to be your smugness, but okay. <laughs> ring, so, ring. The Inquisitor has been still ringing. Uh, <laughs> the Inquisitor phone. We, we need to ask Can you get the phone, Mina? <laughs> yes, she's getting up and getting the phone. And, and Piper, like, looks, like, I think she tries to, like, catch Seth's eye and just mouth Horus, like, what? You can't tell if, if Seth is looking at you or not because his eyes <laughs> yeah, are just... Black glass. It's so um, good. He just brings a teacup to his lips, and before taking a sip, he just kind of says into the cup, uh, and here I thought it was a Tuesday, and just like sips. <laughs> um, Mina, you, you race into the room and are the first one to pick up the line. Uh, you're looking at the big spread of screens. They all link together and give you one face uh, in shadow from behind. Mm-hmm. Uh, the outline is of a bald man as... I, I, none of you have seen Billingberg, so that's all you know, is that there is a bald head being lit from behind. Um, it, the voice is there. What what do you say? They just Should sit I, quietly. Oh, yeah. <sighs> Oh, hello, uh, Lord Inquisitor. Apologies for the wait. We were not expecting you. I mean, of course, the interrogator was, but our team will be with you in one moment. She says, looking like out the door, like, come in here. Why are you all sitting there? Please. <laughs> like, so what can I help you with is what I'm wondering. Our, our interrogator had some questions for you. Um, uh, morale? So you you haven't completed your mission and found the Homo Novus and eliminated them? We are amidst operations right now, and we are closing in on our target. Excellent. So, uh, Nero? Yeah, I'll I'll, uh, (laughs) I'll wander in. Um, Ryan, can I I do a a check um, of the... What do I want to use for this... Um, don't worry, Laura, this isn't a screw us over check, so I'll, I'll no. use my good stats this time. Tom, you know I have no problem with you. I Piper know, just I hates Nero. I know, I know. <laughs> I, feel so, I feel so bad. <laughs> I just also worry now every time I go to suggest a check that I'm going to be like, all right, so I want to give myself five setbacks. Just like <laughs> your heart from a distance. Um, just slowly eroding years of friendship by adding disadvantages to my rules. Um, can I roll um, a... Uh, I guess it's honestly, I think I kind of want some kind of history type deal. Maybe a, um, what are you trying to do, Tom? Uh, I'm trying to determine whether Nero recognizes this voice as Billingberg because we, the season one listeners, fair enough. This voice does not match. Um, it's probably on the characteristics it's between willpower. If he's trying to muscle through to take memories out of the template that aren't Mm -hmm. there or cunning, if it's just knowing cunning. uh, Yeah. I don't think he's actively trying to do it. He called dad because he wants a pat on the back. Yeah. Uh, So he's not like after this for anything. I just feel like it's, it's not this gotcha journalism. Yeah. It's, it's (laughs) like you're, uh, you're planning to listen to like, uh, I don't know, like your favorite song and it just comes on and it's a cover and you're kind of like, Oh wait, no. Oh no. Where'd those banjos come from? Um, Uh, maybe streetwise, (laughs) like just his guts ability to pick up something that doesn't match. Uh, sure. That makes sense to me. Uh, so I have zero in that, but I do have three in cunning. So that's three old green. Um, 
and again, Ryan, I leave it up to you. He's not actively trying to do this. This is literally a passive, like, would he would he trip on this walking to the room? Yeah, I think let's go with difficulty four. I don't think this is high risk in the sense that, like, if you fail, it's going to blow anything out. Mm-hmm. I just think the template is more likely to lock Billingberg away completely than not. You haven't had anybody actively go in there to try to take it apart mm-hmm. other than the null, which I think is more like he can fade out for a second, but he doesn't have the ability to kind of peel up and really let you peek underneath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I got that. Uh, uh, let's give you a boost because I think uh, the outline being right and the voice being wrong would fuck with you even yeah. more so. Gotcha. Um, um, I would also like to petition for one additional boost um, because I am so desperate for a specific kind of reinforcement and warmth yep. that it like – Again, like I ordered my favorite soup and it's not my favorite soup. Yeah, you, you don't know what you're looking for, soup, but you know what you needed. don't want. Yeah, well, yeah. and I know I know what the feeling of, you know, that – I'm switching from soup to blankets, but I know what the feeling of that blanket is and this ain't that blanket. Um, yeah, let's go for it. Dope. All right. Uh, and if you're wondering what the fuck is going on, check out season one of The Valentine Heresy. Playing now. Here somewhere. Yeah, literally. Um, <laughs> damn, son. Four success, one threat. Oh, no. Four success, cool. one threat. Um. Someone and his sons are looking out for me. Yeah, uh, I think that the voice reads wrong to you and you don't know why. Okay, so great. That, so that'll... I, I, I think that last thing will be the representative of the threat, which is like you you, you know it's wrong, but you have no, you also know there's no reason you should know it's wrong. So it's a layer of great. Weirdness. So I'll have a whole horrible moment of walking in about to launch into like a smug, like, Oh, Hey, everything's going great. I see you, you know, you've reacquainted yourself with sister Mina. And instead I'll kind of like stop and just have one of those horrible, surreal moments. Um, where like, I check to see if other people see the scary demon bunny, uh, but they don't. And I'm just, just Jake Gillenthaling away there. Like, Doing a quick like look, look to Mina. Mina seems fine. Look to the head. The head seems fine. Realize I made the call, and like also Piper's already clearly like keeping an eye on me. So I got to be cool, man, or this this whole thing falls apart. So I'll just be like, uh, "Oh hey, um, champ." Well, that's- and I'll just give him like uh, I'll just I have to freeze in the moment because I can't recover from that so just you know sort of squinty like pinched lips just kind of like staring at him yes interrogator you wanted me to call i i i did and honestly sir i'm uh uh i'm really glad you did um look we got uh we got a couple uh issues going on uh down here um we're we're still as uh, as uh, the good sister said on our well on our way to uh figuring out the whole uh you know thing uh but um yeah do you uh do you know a a guy named uh, in, in invictus not personally, but just a moment. Let me just flip through it. And you just see that the head kind of turning away and things moving off screen. And he's like, ah, yeah. So a representative from the officio inquisitorius in the RT system. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that, that that's the guy. So listen, we um we had to flash the rosette pretty hard uh, for reasons. Forgivable reasons, but reasons. And uh, he's he's keeping an awful close eye on us now. So the Inquisition is very much here and uh, a thing now. Uh, we're a bit of a known quantity now. And uh, I got to know, is this is this guy on the level? 
Well, from everything I can see of his records, I would say yes. But at the same time, we don't know Bile's influence within the system, which is sort of his own red flag. I would say work with him until his behavior suggests you shouldn't. Your mission is of top priority, which means ultimately it is more important than any local officio mm, artifact, one could say. At the same time, uh, we need to keep this system stable because it is doing the Emperor's work, and a war within the Inquisition on a world is, uh, one could say, not ideal. At the same time, a fun challenge sent to us by the Emperor. So what I'd say is, <laughs> uh, play nice, unless he doesn't play nice, and then play equally unnice back. Um, and I'll nod like this is a revelation, uh, but just like such a relief just to have someone, you know, given the orders, um, and I'll say, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's real, real good to hear boss. Thank you. Um, we'll, uh, we'll make sure that nothing, uh, interferes with the, the grand design, you know, what knowing I'm imagining the other three of you have all entered this room and are able to see the cameras. Uh, what are you looking like over Nero's shoulder? Think of this as the classic family webcam moment where Nero <laughs> is this closest to the camera and he's the, but like in the fisheye lens behind him, there are the other three of you. Seth would be far back, kind of, I think, looking vaguely disinterested, but actively listening. <laughs> kind of like he's above all this, but also this is important. Cool. Mina? Mina is standing like next to and slightly behind Nero and she's like, just looks very nervous, very eyebrows, her eyes darting between Nero and the the screen. Like, especially when he's freezing up, she's kind of like, should I interject? But she she just looks very nervous, but yeah. And Piper. Uh Piper's just like sitting on a chair in frame smoking a low stick. Are you looking at camera? Are you looking away from camera? I'm just trying to figure out the exact mood of Piper. Um, Yep, yeah, I think Piper's looking at Nero's back, back of his head. How would you describe her expression? Um, one of, um, probably tempered disdain. <laughs> it's such a good descriptor. Okay. <laughs> All right. I was wondering if the Inquisitor was going to have any questions, but honestly, this whole team kind of checks out for him in terms of their behavior, because psychers be psychers, and they don't like the Inquisition generally. Well, Nero, it seems like you have everything in hand that you would need for this. Is there anything else that you need in terms of assistance, or do you have any other burning questions one might ask? Um, and I'll, uh, I'll gesture uh, kind of uh, to, to Seth and, and Mina. Honestly, um, Nero kind of got what he needed. Uh, I think uh, he can obviously talk more, but he also kind of always defers to Seth when it comes to like sneakiness. And Mino may actually have something she desperately needs, um, you know, from the guy in the chair. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'll just kind of quickly turn to the two of you. And if you don't have anything, then I got something. Interrogator, perhaps you should uh, report on our findings so far in terms of tracking down Homo Novas. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I, I, I can do that. Uh, Perhaps the Inquisitor can provide some guidance. Hey, yeah. So, uh, boss, listen. We uh, we managed to knock a couple uh, of the bigwigs off uh, off our list, which is good. We we got uh, two of the four. 
so far. So, uh, you know, uh, I'm not going to get the, the psycho to check my math here. I don't think I need it, but 50% uh, of the way there, um, pretty good. Uh, that said, uh, uh, there is um, something else you should probably know about that's uh, going on here. Um, and like, I'll start to like pale a little bit as I keep going, but I'm like, uh, there's um, the, uh, the, 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 the tall fellas, you know, uh, with the uh, shooting the metal uh, pointed ears. Um, and I'll finally just like kind of give them be like, we got a bit of an Eldari situation uh, going on here, which isn't ideal. Um, now, when so, you say situation, do you mean that the planetary governor is linked with the Eldari, the Eldari are interfering, it turns out Fabius Bile has teamed up with the Eldari. I'm having a bit of a panic moment, so I'd love some <laughs> explanations. Yeah, no, no, I, I can understand why you'd make those uh, those inferences. Uh, yeah, no, uh, someone, uh, and, and don't worry, I, I killed him uh, real good, but uh, someone uh, brought in some uh, Eldari combatants uh, into uh, an arena fight. Uh, we were in. Um, we managed to uh, survive thanks to some uh, quick uh, interrogator tactics, uh, just like you taught me. Uh, but um, more came later uh, and uh, are active here on the planet. But it doesn't seem like they have any connection uh, to Bile yet that we can tell. But we also don't have that much information yet. We're 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 only on the the second real day of the games here. We we still got a, a bunch of different uh, balls in the air that we're juggling here. But um, there's a definite presence here and also everyone's kind of turning a blind eye i uh kind of threatened to blow up the planet just, just like a little bit you know a, a sufficient amount uh and there was some pretty fast resistance to that so i gotta say i don't think uh that uh that the inquisition has the foothold here that uh perhaps you might hope inquisitor uh yes that was why i sent you as a team instead of hiring out this local invictus was it i don't know but <laughs> all right well i mean Try not to get into any more arenas. Uh, don't get caught up in any local politics. That's not your mission. Just determine who the Homo Novus is and eliminate them. That, that's your task. And don't destabilize the system while you do it. But if you have to, you can. At the same time, I don't think any locals will help you do that. And you're the only assets I have in the area. So what I'm saying is save the day and don't fuck it up. It's going to be great. It, it really is. I know you can't fail me, because the Emperor can't be failed. So success to all of you, blessings where they should be, and curses to your enemies. Uh, Inquisitor Barthus Billingberg, out! Uh, and he hangs up uh, and leaves you there. How do each of you take his final statement? This is a very internal scene, which is why I'm asking more of these things, because I don't think people would talk about their feelings having heard his summation of the mission, the job, and the situation. Well, Mina, she, that's why she didn't want to talk because she's like very, feels like she just keeps making mistakes when she's trying to do good. So opening her mouth is probably going to be another terrible mistake. But she definitely like, I think she she appreciates his point of view on how things are, that he, he seems more like emperor first inquisition all the rest of it comes underneath. Do what you can, but if you have to fuck every, like blow everything up, yay, which is how she feels about it. So I think she's a little bit like, feels a little better about that, even though he like mentioned, don't do all the things they already did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I think uh, Piper's really just looking very closely at Nero to see, like, how he's going to interpret, um, quote-unquote, Billingberg's uh, directives. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, Nero feels pretty good about this. It's nice to get recentering information um, and being told you can blow the system up if you need to is actually like a huge relief <laughs> because that seemed to weirdly be the biggest impediment to a lot of what they need to do. And knowing that like, you know, as, as the guy who uh, won the arena fight by dragging the patron of the arena in so he could get killed by Dark Eldar, like... Yeah, no, I got some ideas and stuffs, um, but um, no, it generally makes Nero feel a bit better. Um, also, like, he stands up a bit straighter. He's a bit less uh, less manic, and he clearly responds well to orders um, from from on high. So I think he kind of turns with, like, uh, a bit more of that winning grin that he used to have um, and uh, sort of a, a bit more of a sense of purpose. Um, and uh, tossing the noodle cup and presumably, like, half a house's worth of water um just kind of over his shoulder into a bin uh just kind of claps his hands together and, and rubs them and just says uh well i mean you heard the man uh i guess we should get back to work this episode of the valentine heresy features tom mcgee at mcgee td on twitter as interrogator nero abignail laura hamstra at el hamstring on twitter as piper fairly tyler hewitt at tyler underscore hewitt on twitter as seth corbin Del Borvik at Deltastic on Twitter as Sister Oli and Mina, and our game master Ryan Laplante at the Ryan Laplante on Twitter. This episode was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and the Valentine Heresy's artwork was created by Del Borvik at delborvik.com. D-E-L-B-O-R-O-V-I-C. Our theme song is The Hordes by Megan McDuffie, and our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar. J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R. Available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. We have merchandise available at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice. And most importantly, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. Are they Imperator and death to all the heretics? Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, the half-blind prophet. Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby. One True Artistry, Orion Birchfield. Lorda Bradovic, Noel Lewis, Scott Garland, Anthony Griffin, Benjamin V, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Cade Peters, Richard Cranium, Anna Zed, Eric Williams, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Acrix, Cameron Ezel, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Austin Nut Powers Fry, Stabby Stranger, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. <laughs> Are you two still awake? Dad, we're too excited! You'll be tired at Mockery Manor tomorrow, and it's bigger than ever, so you really do need to sleep. Daddy, tell us about the new expansion. Okay, okay. Yay! 
Once upon a time, there was a wonderful place, Mockery Manor. Everyone loved it, but sometimes it felt lonely. The manor longed for a companion, so they built a whole new park right next door and called it Claytonville. And it was the rootinest, tootinest place you ever did see. Yee-haw! Hop on board the brand new Mockery Railroad all the way to Claytonville. Toot toot! In Claytonville, there are four cowboy lands to explore. Lasso a goat in Farmin Valley. Kiss your girl's best friend in Lovelorn Town. Stop it, Terry. And in Cowboy Christmas Town, hop on down to the Bluegrass Grotto to meet Cowboy Santa. Ho, ho, ho down! And are you brave enough to ride the wildest ride in Claytonville? Look out, it's the Four Spurs Man Train! Two parks in one and only $19.99 for a family of four. And how about you? Yeah, that's right. You. Listening to this. Are you ready to come back? To Mockery Manor. Season 3. Available now. <laughs>